First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Something Amazing. Amazing. Got too many sins? I'll get someone to eat them for you. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I've got a CEO who allegedly when he retired binge watched a lot of Netflix, but that's not true. The truth is even more amazing. We talk some blockbusters, including a movie that is basically E.T., but is also (laughs) basically a McDonald's commercial. It is a McDonald's commercial. All that and more on this episode of Something Something Amazing. Amazing. Welcome to Something, something amazing. amazing, the podcast in where we find something uh, over the week that is amazing, and then we tell it to each other. That's how it works. Simple as that. It's really simple. Hello, simple Emily. Simple as fries. Sorry? Simple as fries. Yes, fries are very simple. A delicious snack. Take a potato, fry it. Fries. You can even bake it. Still fries. How are you, Emily? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> You're so tired. I've never seen you this tired in, in my whole life. Really? Yeah. Nah. You're, you're always a ball of energy. I'm a ball of energy right now. Look at me go. I'm <laughs> flying. <laughs> I'm currently flying for those of you at home. I got to go on a scooter again today. That was pretty good. I was going to say I'm Matt because Amberly hasn't said it yet. I'm Amberly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy your second scooter ride? Yes. Um. This The tiredness and the fact it was a second time, you know what, blunted the experience slightly, but it was still a very fun time for everyone involved, which is me and you. Um, so, we are here to tell each other th- something amazing. Yes. Uh, so, do you want to go first? We're going right in. Yeah. We're diving in the deep end. Let's do it. Let, I, you did tell me this week that I'm not allowed to just do robot facts. <laughs> I gave him, I said, just try one week, no robots. Well, well like, I really said no tech. Yeah, well, I, I've got, I've definitely got a the least robot fact that I've ever had in Have my life. Have you got life. anything tech? I've got... A story about a person. It's really about a person Have who you worked got a in story? a tech company. <laughs> who worked in a tech company. Bow, bow. No, no. It's, it's, you'll understand why it's amazing. All right. Yeah. Gluten, gluten, gluten. Let's put some bread in my belly because bread is delicious. Okay. I'm starting off my fact. Um, I got that. Thank you. <laughs> not every day you hear a sentence start like that. So. Gluten, gluten, gluten. Put yeah. some bread in my belly. Yeah. I hoped it was a fact. I know someone who thinks that bread is the healthiest food on earth because is- it's the food that replenishes you in video games. <laughs> Is that person your boyfriend, Jordan? It is. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> anyway. Um, How's your boyfriend's Skyrim wife going? All right. <laughs> let's, not bring, let's not bring that up now. Why? He brings it up in arguments. It's only fair. My, my boyfriend used to play the game Skyrim and he'd have a, a wife on the game and she would just go out and, and make money and then give him some. And sometimes <laughs> he would equate me to her in, and <laughs> and in comparison and say, well, my Skyrim wife. Yeah. And to be fair, I'm pretty sure Skyrim wife was like a cat. Well, yeah, you've never gone out and just come home and given him money. I've never done that. Yeah. Nor will I ever. Gluten, gluten, gluten. Yes, yeah, sorry, yes. Yummy bread in my belly. Yes. <laughs> my first fact is about bread. Okay. But it's also about life and about the things we do that aren't so good in uh, life. Okay. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> in the 18th and 19th century, it was um, sometimes a custom that when uh, someone was dying, generally a wealthy person, 
they would put a piece of bread on their chest in the hopes that it would soak up all of their sins. And then they'd have someone known as a sin eater who would come (laughs) and eat the bread, Uh, uh, eat all the sins away, and the person could die happy, happy, sinless, off to heaven, he or she goes. That is the best job I've ever heard. And they generally pick someone who's like homeless or like hungry. So they're like, yeah, all right, I'll eat your sinny bread. Oh, do you think like someone was really hungry or homeless and just made up that, that you know, <laughs> yeah, this is how you get rid yeah, of sins. Yeah, it's definitely bread or sourdough if, if put, you've got any. Put bread on put it. Put some jam on there. <laughs> yeah. All right, yes, I'm up for the conspiracy that this is all the homeless, hungry people wanting some bread. Did you, Is it? you know how, like, we're Australian, so we're all from convicts? Yes. Um, one side of my family is, like, from the old, like, adage, like, he stole a loaf of bread, so he came over here. Right. Um, and the other side is, like, from sexual assault. <laughs> You said that so proudly. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Well, it's just like one so wholesome. It's yeah. like, yes, yeah, like stealing a loaf of bread to feed me, starving family. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a criminal. Uh, I'd sexually assaulted that woman. Locked them up. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I did not know that. Uh, then- apparently, there's also a movie about these sin eaters. Uh, Jordan told me about it. He's like, you can't use that as a fact. Everyone knows it. There's a blockbuster starring Heath Ledger. But no Never one I've talked no, to no has way. heard of this no, movie. Wait, that's brand new. That's Just because oh, it can't be brand new if it's starring Heath yeah, Ledger. True, true. Uh, but nobody has heard of this movie. It probably exists, but I wouldn't classify it as a blockbuster. What does classify something as a blockbuster? Also, where did the word blockbuster come from? It's quite bizarre because movies have nothing to do with busting nor blocks. Like, wasn't there like a whole big thing about eating sushi off oh, sushi bodies? Oh, sushi I saw a movie called Sushi Girl where, yeah, it's a thing. It's like a like a, like a fancy, like, dinner. You can have a girl there that's just got sushi on her. I watched a terrible movie called Sushi Girl uh, where starring, like, an old Mark Hamill. Right. Where the girl, like, was lying there with the sushi on her the whole time and there was this, like, mobstery meeting going so on. So, not a blockbuster then. Not a blockbuster. <laughs> sushi Girl was terrible. I, I, in fact, fell asleep through most of it. I'm starting to really enjoy your movie reviews. You like, know why I've seen so many movies? Because you're friends with Robert Rob Woods. Woods. Yes, which is going to be a new friend of the show, I've just decided. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a friend called Rob Woods who watches about three movies a day and yeah. any time I spend time with him. Well, that's the only reason I know anything about movies is because if you're friends with him, you see all the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah, fact, th- he's just come over right now and he's currently at a movie. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> the other thing that makes me think of the, that fact is jobs that don't exist anymore. Oh, like, yeah. I, I heard of this job. It was called, like, before alarm clocks were, like, <gasps> on your phones and stuff or, like, plugged Move into the walls. Move over canaries. Yeah, they would just go um, – they would have, like, people who would tap on the windows. Oh. And they were, like – I think they were called, like, window would tappers. Would they have to, like, climb up the building? No, they had, like, sticks. And they just knock on your window, window wrappers. Because I guess even in hotels, like, wake-up calls aren't really a thing anymore either. No, no. Yeah. That used to be the job of some poor person on the front desk to be awake and call Also, if you're, like, hotel room phone ever rings, you're like, someone, there's a big emergency. (laughs) I know. What's coming for me? Do we need to leave now? P.S. Speaking of emergency, do you know I had to call triple zero the other day? Why? Um, okay. Is this going to be one of those another horrific stories that you tell in an upbeat tone? No. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's 3.30am, I get up for my nightly pee, 
I uh, go go. It's well scheduled. Thank you. It's a good <laughs> there's someone who haunts me uh, and and wakes me up at that time. No, anyway, no. I just needed to pee, and so I got up in the middle of the night, and I'm sitting on the toilet peeing. Don't know why I need to give you all this information, but then. Water starts pouring through my lights, through all of our lights into our house. Water starts pouring down. Yeah. And me and Jordan are like, we start freaking out. We're like, we don't know how to adult this. We don't know <laughs> what the protocol is when water starts pouring through the lights in your house. So we like, Jordan like puts on pants and then he gets, we get our electronics and then we like run through this waterfall. Yeah. And then we call, we had to call triple zero. But triple zero is for a life threatening emergency. That's not life threatening. But we didn't know if they're like the house above us because it was 3.30 a.m. We didn't know if they were like, they had like turned on the bath and then had a seizure or like what had happened. We were uh, worried. Um, and like they were, they were like, no, you should have called us. That was the right thing to do. Okay. They were like, we've been called for much less. <laughs> In fact, the firemen said that like floods are like their most common thing they have. And the mop on the fire engine is like their most used <laughs> like, That's an amazing fact. That's I pretty love, amazing. I love that. That's, yeah. that's terrific. Well, speaking of jobs that you don't. You don't want to know what happened above, what, what happened, how, why it was flooding? Oh, why was it flooding? Uh, it's just construction. <laughs> Speaking of jobs that don't exist anymore, um, this is what my this is the closest I get to a tech fact. Are you this doing week. a really good segue right now? Yeah, and yeah, good one. Thanks. Go for it. Um, so Steve Bulmer, Bulmer. Why does that sound familiar? Steve There's Bulmer. There's a beer that's Bulmer, isn't there? I don't know. Steve Bulmer. He was the crack uh, C- open a Bulmer with your buddies. <laughs> ah, that's refreshing. Thanks, Bulma. Yeah, that's a cider. Is it? Yeah. Um, New sponsors. Yeah, we, I wish we could have a sponsor, but I don't think we have enough listeners to have a sponsor. But hey, anything's achievable if you believe with your heart. Okay, I believe in us. I, my heart is a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it believes in us fully. Great. And will give us no money. So, Steve Bulma. So Sorry, Steve Bulma, yes. Th- there was a... A rumor going around that after he retired 34 years as the Microsoft CEO, right? So he was well, he's 14 years as a CEO, but had worked there for a very long time, right? And there was a rumor that he'd spent his final, uh, like, so he'd retired from Microsoft, gone home, and then just started binge watching Netflix, drinking some ciders, probably, right? right? So I guess because he probably didn't have any time to watch Netflix before, because he was a big working office man. And everyone was like, "Isn't this great that this CEO, when he retires, is now doing something that we all do on a Sunday afternoon?" Hung Bet over. he loved House of Cards. So this rumor went around, and people asked him about it, and he said, "Not true, not true. I didn't." Watch Netflix when I retired. What I did was I played a lot of golf. Oh, well, that's a bit more expected from a CEO. <laughs> Turns out, though, what he did was Microsoft weren't quite ready to replace him as a CEO yet. Yeah. So they went, can you stay on a few more months? And he went, oh, I, I guess, sure. I mean, if you're going to pay me, yep, I'll do a few more months. That's not enough time to start any significant project or do anything of note. So instead, <laughs> instead I'm just going to sit in my office and binge on Netflix. Ah, so he that's wa- the best. He watched 100 episodes of The Good Wife, <laughs> expecting fully that he was just wrapping up his yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. But then they said, oh, can you stay on after Christmas? And he was like, ah, all right, fine, cool, I'll keep binging. And there's another whole new season. Yeah, so he watched seven seasons for a total Juliana of- Juliana Margulies is wrapping me in. <laughs> Yeah, a total of 156 episodes. So I guess it's like it just goes to show that even if 
feel like a top dog CEO. Don't feel bad about binge watching. <laughs> on the job as well. Yeah, great. How do you waste time at work? My job involves a lot of sitting and doing nothing, but we're not allowed to bring any phones or anything out. So I do actually most of my writing work when I'm at work because it's like the only time that I can't procrastinate. It's like when I get my work done is when I'm at, like my own personal creative Pen and work. paper. Like Pen and paper, little notepad. That's like the only time I'm able to like fulfill my like creative needs because other than that, I'm just on YouTube. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Works out really well. Yeah. Wait, uh, what do you do? No, I never waste time at work. All right. But sometimes I, the, my favorite thing to do at work is to do a, um, is to do a poo. What? Because I'm like, I'm getting paid to do this Not right now. Not safe for work. <laughs> I, like, I'm like, this is terrific. I guess you're getting paid. I'm getting paid top dollar to do this. Yeah, I guess so. Like today- One of my favourite pastimes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I hope no one from work listens to you're this. You're going to get a new nickname. You're going to be like, oh, hey, hey, poopy- <laughs> Hey, poopy work boy. Are <laughs> you going poopy work boy? Not a very creative nickname, but... Poopy oh. work boys, coming on in. Okay, so enough poo stories. Yeah. Uh, what's your next fact? Uh, it's all about poo. Is it? No. Oh. Not that good at segueing. Go on. Okay, I will do a segue, but back from the our original point... Yes, blockbusters. ...about blockbuster movies. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you a movie that Rob Woods showed me. <laughs> Have you heard of the movie Mac and Me? Um, is that the robot? No. Have you heard of the movie E.T.? Oh, yeah, there's the one that uh, on Conan they would always show the clip of Mac and Me, right? Involving a wheelchair? Yeah, and it was like a running gag that um, one of the actors, there was an actor who would always go on Conan and every single time he'd go on, he would always pretend to be playing a clip from his movie and it would always be the same <laughs> clip from Mac and Me. And yeah, there's Conan. a bit of an infamous, infamous scene from this movie. Yeah. But if you go and delve deeper into what the movie is, it's quite fascinating. Okay, go. So me. around the time uh, E.T. comes out, it's a big smash and like everyone's like, yay, movies about kids and aliens are wonderful, coming of age tale, this is great, thanks Steven Spielberg. Yeah. McDonald's is oh, like, no. hey, you know what? Oh, no. I reckon we could make a movie. What if we made it about a boy who finds an alien? <laughs> And basically make it the entire plot of E.T., but also make it an ad for McDonald's and Coca-Cola at the same time. What? So this is actually in cinemas? Yes. And it is ridiculous. So Have you seen it? Yes, I have. It's so stupid. It is. It's basically like the like the worst incarnation of E.T. possible with ads for McDonald's and Coke completely throughout it and I think they just thought they'd get away with it they don't so the boy is like in a you probably have seen the wheelchair clip because the main kid in it he's in a wheelchair and there's a terrible scene where he like falls off a cliff yeah and, like, yeah that's the one they keep showing yeah the Matt Conan kind clips. of saves him but there's so and Conan's always like no <laughs> you tricked me but there's so much more to this movie that's terrible it like starts on this like planet with and like the, the design of these aliens yeah like we'll have to put up a picture because it's poor. It's not well done. And it really goes to show, like, how close E.T. could have been to being bad. Yeah. Like, they clearly, like, had, tr- had trying to be E.T., but have, like, 
ju- they're just off and it makes it so far off. But is it the same plot? It's like it's basically boy and alien adventure, basically. And like Mac is a is a young alien and he's trying to find trying to like contact his parents, but his parents are on Earth as well. But like it's like Coca Cola that basically saves the day. This movie <laughs> <How>? also <laughs> This movie also involves a like ten minute dance sequence at a McDonald's starring Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald actually won the Razzie for, like, best newcomer (laughs) in this movie. Um, It's... It's just, it's just a load of garbage. Mac. It's just, yeah, Mac, McDonald's. Mac. It is literally, yeah, they're all like, they, they have like a party scene at McDonald's which turns into an actual dance scene. So, I worked out who the actor was. It was Paul Rudd. Who would oh, always yeah, play, play the clip. Because, right. you know, he's in a movie every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just goes on Conan every year and plays a bit of Mac in there. And that scene is so badly hilarious as well. So it's great. But in the end, I believe they, like, drink Coke and that. It's been a while. They drink Coke and that saves them. But then the funniest thing is at the end, they're, like, driving off these weird-looking crazy aliens and it says, like, we'll be back. They're they never were never back. back. <laughs> <laughs> it was never a sequel. Oh, wow. It's... So terrible. I watched a really bad movie the other day called Basket Case. Have you ever seen Basket Case? No. It's like a horror movie about this guy who had a twin brother who was like Siamese, but like basically just a head attached Ugh. to his, the side of his body and it yep. got removed at birth. Yeah. And then he keeps it in a basket no. and they have a telepathic no. connection and tells him to kill. No, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really gross. But um, <laughs> It feels like one of those movies when they came up with the title before they came up with the movie. They're like, how? <laughs> How can we fit a plot around this title? It's quite funny because they go really blood heavy, like <laughs> like way more blood than is feasible to be in the part of the body that's being attacked yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And it's really gory. And there's every time someone screams in it, they scream for way too long. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of bad movies, have you seen Howard the Duck? I've seen clips of Howard the Duck. So I've seen the whole movie, right? Yeah. So Howard the Duck is like after George Lucas made Star Wars, yeah. they were like, Okay, this George Lucas. He can have anything he, he likes. Must, what do you want to make? And he's like, a superhero movie. And yeah. they're like, okay, which one out of all the superheroes <laughs> in all the world, which one do you want? And he wants, I want the humanoid duck. They make fun of it in Gardens of the Galaxy, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think everyone makes fun of it because it's a really bad superhero <laughs> movie. Because um, he's kind of like weirdly animated too, isn't he? Yeah, in the first five... Or is he a puppet? No, he's a puppet. Like, puppet or like yeah. a human inside a puppet, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's like within the first five minutes, you see duck boots. Boobs. Like, it's so weirdly perverse. George and, Lucas. And, and it, yeah, and like also like the way that women interact with men in the film Uh-oh. as well, or the duck as yeah, well. Yeah. It's all like, these women are badass and they're like, no, they're all mean and they're all mean in groups. And then, you know, Howard the Duck comes in and, and V's a jerk and he gets the women. And it's like, it's like, George Lucas, what Lukey is wrong? boy, come on. We get, Star Wars was so good. Was that an accident? <laughs> I think it was do, an how accident. How did you do Star Wars? Well, if you, it, I feel like Star Wars may have been an accident. If you look at the later ones. <laughs> and then, and then. Also, I've seen a video with George Lucas being like, Jar Jar Binks, he's gonna ch- he's the he's gonna change this franchise. He's gonna he's gonna be what really elevates us. Very sure elevated us, all right, <laughs> to, to a combined hatred of Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks would be a good drag name, though. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but in this Howard the Duck movie, in the culmination, there's like a scene where 
Howard the Duck is flying like a biplane, mm. uh, like one of those ones that just has like a big fan on the back, but yeah. also airplane wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's flying it over a lake, and then he sees the natural enemy of the duck, which is hunters. Oh. And so there's six hunters in a boat, and Howard the Duck makes a beeline for them in the plane, and they all fall out of Little the boat. Little do they know, it's good old Howard coming for them. But if you watch the movie, watch how many times they fall out of the boat. Like it goes, oh, no, duck fall out of the boat. Then another shot, they're all back in the boat and then fall out again. It happens six times. This is what happens when people just don't care about their movie. Oh, no. Do you have movies that you love as a child and then you revisit them as an adult and you're like, what? So many. First one, Almost Heroes. Which is Matthew Perry and John oh, Candy. Great. John yeah. Candy's great. Yeah, and how could that go wrong? I know, and I loved it as a kid. Lo- found it so funny, and I also loved Friends as a kid. And yeah. found it so funny, and then I showed it to a group of people like maybe two years ago. Yeah, there was not Didn't a single up. laugh in the thing. Also. One of my favourite Christmas movies of all time is a movie called Christmas Every Day, and uh-huh. it is Groundhog Day. Which is bizarre that to have a Christmas movie that I haven't heard of, because generally there's, like, you see the same ones every single year. So th- for a Christmas movie not to be known... I think it was straight to telly as well. Right. And so it, would, it was basically the plot of Groundhog Day... Except Christmas every day. Except, and he had to learn the true value of Christmas, yeah. which was family-related, before he could break out. Was he out a bit of, the, of a Grinch, was he? Yeah, before he could break out of the Groundhog Day. Had days. to grow his heart a few more times. Yeah, yeah. He ruined his sister's Christmas as oh. well so the first time around. Classic then, boys. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was quite, a, um, quite a movie. Did you uh, ever um, see the movie Baby Geniuses? No, but wasn't... That the one where like famous people do the voices. No, that's look who's talking. Baby geniuses is much worse. Watching that as an adult, you're like, hang on, who did they make this movie for? Is this for children? Is this for adults? Anyway, it's terrible. But I loved it as a kid. Watched it like when you had that VHS that you just went through over and over. I had a again. double VHS of um HR Puffin stuff. That's nightmare inducing. Now, how did that not traumatize me for life? He's a, he's a big scary dude. Have you seen H.R. Puffin stuff? No, I, I, I'm picturing a small puffin. No, so look I up a picture wrong. of H.R. Puffin stuff and never sleep again. Looking it up right now. And he has this, like, the little boy has this weird flute that talks and the boat talks and then the witch ah! is so scary. Ah! And he's the good guy. Ah! He, there's, like, there's evil characters in this show and he's the good guy. Why is he so big? Yeah, he's and his head is, like, Wide. like there's some weird, like, proportions going on. Oh, dear, yeah. Look- I think that might be from, like, the 70s. Google maybe. that. I don't know why I had a VHS of it. Okay, all right. Are you ready to go back to World War Two? Am I ready to go back to World War Two? <laughs> because. <laughs> I've never been more ready. You know how everyone's talking about fake news at the moment? And like everyone's like, fake news. The old DT. Turns out fake news is not a new thing at all. Right. Right? So in World War Two, they had these things that they had to set up called rumour clinics, which were designed oh. to set up and dispel morale-damaging gossip. So <laughs> it was during, like, Roosevelt, right? And mm-hmm. so... He created this, uh, it was called the Office of Wartime Information because all the baddies were starting rumours going like, you know who died in that last battle? Every American. And then everyone (laughs) would go, oh, no. Oh, no, I hate the other side. Yeah. So what they did is so they set up these kind of things that were with the universities. These, um, uh, You know what the other side did? 
They took all of our hot dogs. <laughs> no. Oh, my morale's at an all-time low. Uh, so that it was an office of wartime information, right? And the whole idea was that they would research. They would research stories and go, is this true or is this false? And then they would run articles in newspapers that would go, here's the rumour you've heard. Yep. Here's the fact. Right. And so, and there was all these, like, kind of, like, I'll show you one of these um, posters that they made. This is kind of, like, uh, wartime posters about not spreading rumours. A rumour, like the seeds we sow, will grow and grow and grow and grow. Don't be a blabbermouth. <laughs> That's it. Don't be a blabbermouth was, like, like a, a very important bit of information back blabbermouth then. Blabbermouth is a wonderful word. So, not only would there be these, like, newspaper research departments with universities, there'd also be these things called morale. Wardens, oh. whose job was they were basically bartenders, waitresses, factory workers, other civilians who would sit in a room and go, "Tell us your troubles, tell us what you've heard," and then they would report it back to the the office so yeah. that they could research the fake news. Right? Wait, were these the blabbermouths? So the blab, someone would go, "I've heard that um, the baddies stole all our hot dogs," and yeah. they'd go, "Thanks so much for telling me that. I don't think it's true, but I'll take it to the office." And then they'll take it to the office and research it, and then yeah. the research would publish in the paper, going, "Rumor: All our hot dogs are gone. Yeah. Fact: There's heaps of hot dogs, <laughs> and that's- we have too many hot dogs." And this is this is how it would work, right? Now, after this government one was set up for a bit, everybody was like. This is a wicked idea. I love this. I'm going to start setting up my own. So these are, these like rumor clinics started setting up in other places. Uh, some were set up by like women's groups. Some were set up by social scientists. But it was basically just uh, being sold as a new way to get involved in the war effort. Like, and this is one of those you know Uncle Sam posters. Wow. And it just says no room for rumors. Wait, so these guys they the clinics they were starting up they were to stop the rumors. Stop the rumors and just kind of like boost morale and all right. this kind of stuff. But it just reminds me so much of like... Us now. Fake news now, right? Yeah. Like all this story spread and... And now and again you'll get like a like a, a listicle that's like how things are better than ever right now actually, but yeah. like you just would never see those things. And that would be like what the rumour mills would be like, right? Yeah. But also people like to have things to talk about. Yeah. Which is why our podcast is so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Life magazine wanted to test the theory. So in 1942... Uh, when the clinics were all still working, they mm-hmm. had a man tell a random stranger, one man, yeah. one random stranger on the street that the chimneys in Boston could hide anti-aircraft missiles. Yeah. Not long after, rumour had spread to all of Boston. Too many blabbermouths. Boston's rooftops were, like, bristled with guns. Yeah. And people only, like, exaggerate. Yeah. And well, isn't it interesting that that's, like, even before Facebook and the yeah. internet and, like, so that, that stuff could still spread, we like, Yeah, well, we haven't, like, ruined everything with the internet. Things were already kind of ruined. Yeah. <laughs> because of human nature. Well, I think it's more like humans ruin everything. Yeah. I think that that's the kind of... <laughs> the Happy message here yeah. is that that you know you give a human something nice and given enough of them and enough time it will get ruined. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. We're all flawed. Yeah, yeah. And if everyone just tries to just be nicer hmm. and just tries to um, make the space of somebody else just a little bit nicer too, then if we all do that, then we're going to be sweet. What a lovely message, that's, Matt Saracini. That's how I try to live my life. I'm ge- I'm genuine right now. This yeah. is how I like just try and make other people's space better, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, I just see life as like. 
pretty meaningless, I guess. In yeah. in that, it's quite meaningful because yeah. if you just like be happy and then just like try and find joy in everything, <laughs> yeah. like that's all you gotta do. <laughs> Done. I mean, to be fair, our lives are pretty damn good. Yeah, well, for now. No. For now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything can go wrong in the blink of a night. Uh, I've heard we've got anti-missile guns in all our chimneys, so... Oh, no, I better tell everyone. Oh, no, I'm a blabbermouth. It's not a blabbermouth. We've got a blabbermouth on our hands. Uh, so that was my amazing fact. Hey, Matt Sarasini. That was nothing to do with technology, nothing, kind of. Nothing, very good job. But I likened it to Facebook. You're allowed... To go back to tech next week. Yes, because I, I have. De- I'm definitely going back to animals next week. Get ready for some animal techie facts. Because I have it's what we do best here on something amazing. I have a really great fact about how we're going to live on Mars. So, is there life on Mars? <laughs> no, there isn't. But I kind of d- decided not to sing, and then I couldn't not sing. That's what that was. If you were wondering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Karaoke is so that weird. In between. Anyway, hey, Matt Saracini. Yeah. What do you recommend this week? Oh, uh, I recommend binge-watching The Good Wife on Netflix, (laughs) especially if you're a CEO. I recommend uh, visiting a movie from your childhood that you haven't watched since your childhood (laughs) just to see if it stacks up. Just if you're wondering, Labyrinth does stack up. I recommend uh, watching a movie recommended by Robert Woods. Oh, yeah. Because he... He has, like, a blog. What is it? What Robert's watching. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, what Robert's watching. And he watches all the movies. So yeah, and so you know that he's if He's watching he, all of them. Yeah, he he spends every waking uh, moment that he's not working watching movies. But it's also the best way to hang out with Robert. You just And if you ever want to, like, see a movie, Robert, Robert. will go with you. <laughs> Definitely. Um, <laughs> anyone. I, anyone at all. He will go to the movies with you. I recommend eating some gluten, whether it's filled with sin, filled with jam, or filled with, with olives. I recommend eating sushi off a plate, not a woman. Wonderful. I recommend uh, giving us a fiver or a review or emailing us at hello something amazing at gmail.com. Update Matt did change the password. Yes. So you can no longer hack on in. It's not now something amazing. (laughs) It actually is a proper password now. Something amazing is a proper password. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also, yes, please leave us a review and please tell your friends. We don't mind if you're a blabbermouth in that way. Yeah, that's, no. that, that's blab, blab on about us. <laughs> uh, thank you, Emily Cole. Thank you, Matt Saracini. And thank you, person who's listening. I need to find a better way of saying that. <laughs> thank you for putting us in your, in your ears. ears. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.